0: Last Sunday, we looked at Article 4, and as we looked at it, the uh, emphasis was our need to watch or be on the alert and pray. As a matter of fact, uh, my message to David on Friday night, his charge was, guess what? Watch and pray. But that's not just for the pastor, although it does include him, but it's for all of us. We're to guard our hearts, Proverbs says, for out of it come all the issues of life. We're to guard the truth. We're to watch. We're to guard. We're to be on the alert. We are at war. There is a war going on, and it's a war for our souls. It's a war for uh, the victory of the wicked one. But we know that the victory is already accomplished in Christ. But there's still a war going on. Watch and pray that you enter not in temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Who said that? You know? Jesus said it to who? One of my favorite apostles, Peter. Why? Because he fell asleep. Well, Jesus is praying in the garden, and he says, watch and pray. So we're called to do so. When we don't do these things... We fall into sin. That's what Article 5 is talking about. Notice it. what is the consequence of sin. And the first, I think, is the most important. You hear that? Our sins, they're enormous, and they very highly offend God. And I've said this before, actually, in the prayer today, right? We talked about it. It's a personal offense. It's slapping him in the face. So it isn't just breaking the law. It's offending the person, which is, I think, the most serious, like he says, very highly. I mean, that's an understatement. I think it's extremely offensive to God. As uh, David said in Psalm 51, against you, you only have I sinned. Now, wait a second, David. Don't you understand? You murdered Uriah. You committed adultery with Bathsheba, and yet your confession of that, and you hid it for a year, and yet you said against you, you only have I sinned. Well, what about them? Well, yes, he sinned against them as well. But the issue is separation from God. As Scripture says, our sins separate us from God. But furthermore, it goes on to say that we gain or we uh, incur a deadly guilt. It's not just guilt, but a deadly guilt, a guilt that points to death. Separation from God, separation from life. Wages of sin is death. They go on to say, it grieves the Holy Spirit. You ever stop and think about that? The Holy Spirit is with me at all times, right? And when I sin, Holy Spirit's offended. Again, He's holy. Sin is the opposite of holy. We're called to be holy. His holy name is upon us. And yet we sin and offend the Spirit of God. Isaiah chapter 63, verses 9 and 10 say it this way. In all their affliction... He was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his compassion, he redeemed them. He bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea? Where is the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them? And he goes on to say he shows his mercy. So they greet the Holy Spirit. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 4, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of promise. How do we do so? By our sin. And they go on to say, it also interrupts, sin interrupts, our exercise of faith as it says it interrupts the exercise of faith grievously wounds their conscience and so on we in a sense experience or feel the loss of god's favor and so what is their what's the solution in our in our text, what's the solution in the Scriptures? Have you ever heard that phrase, serious repentance? Isn't that an interesting way to call it? Repentance. Is there repentance that's not serious? Is there? Is there, a, is there did, did Judas, after he betrayed the Savior, did he repent? of the, Was it a serious, godly repentance? No. He went out and hung himself. He was sorry, but it wasn't a godly sorrow. It was a sorrow that led to death. Now, there we're talking about a godly sorrow. What does the catechism say? Heartfelt sorrow for sin, causing us to hate it and turn from it, always more and more. It is a horror when we realize how bad our sins are, how great offensive our sins are, it should impact us because we have offended our Father. But yet, notice in Article 6, what what is the quote there? It doesn't say the quote, there's no footnote there, but God is rich in his mercy. Where, where, Where have we heard that? Did we hear that two weeks ago? Did we read it last week? Is that in Ephesians chapter 2? But God, verse 4, On the contrary, God, who is rich in mercy, with which His great love, with which he loved us while we were yet dead in sins, trespasses, made us alive. By grace you've been saved. Through faith, not of yourself is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. That love includes that his unchangeable purpose of election, as it says. So, in the midst of the conviction and the fear of sin, we have comfort in the sovereign grace of God. Not in our works, not even in our repentance, but in God. When I, I gave the charge to David, I'm going to use this and I'll wrap up. I gave the charge to David in uh, Friday to be a pastor, and I started off by saying to him, David just want to let you know you're going to be a complete failure in the ministry. You're going to be frustrated, discouraged, despairing. As one pastor said, I go through that cycle so often I can set my watch to it. But God is rich in his mercy. He does not wholly withdraw his Holy Spirit from his people. He may suffer us to proceed only so far, but we don't lose the grace of adoption or forfeit the state of justification. And it goes on. There's our conviction. But it's a conviction of sin and then a conviction of faith in the grace of God. And so the catechism begins with what? How great my, someone, great my sin and misery is. And then secondly, how I am redeemed from all my sin and misery. And then what's my response? How I'm to be thankful to God for such redemption. Amen? Is that the gospel? That is the gospel. Praise God for his amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amen? Amen.